This time on episode 469, nice, of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., we are talking Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, episode 9, Skip This Ad, Delescence, and episode 10, Moon Girl Stay Off. We are also talking weekly Marvel news, including Disney settling with former executive Victoria Alonso, bracing for the bloodbath, Disney layoffs to resume on Monday, and Spider-Man movies finally coming to Disney+. Plus. I'm Damien the DM from Adventures in Aurelia, a collaborative storytelling experience told through a game of Dungeons and Dragons, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other epically geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. You have been granted clearance by director Alfonso Mac McKenzie. Stand by for a shield debriefing. All information to be discussed here is classified and may only be discussed among agents granted clearance by the shield director. And now it's time for your scheduled debriefing. I'm Agent Lauren. I'm Agent Michelle. And I'm producer of the show, Director SP. Welcome to Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., a Marvel Comic Universe fan show discussing the Marvel Cinematic and Marvel Comic Book Universes as told on screen by Marvel Studios and its associates. This show is recorded on Saturday, April 22nd, 2023, live from the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. studios and broadcast L.E.S.Y. Come and join our live chat as we record. And if you didn't already catch on to it, we like talking about Marvel. Because if you ring that bell one more time. If you'd like to talk to us about bells, you can get a hold of us at our website, legendsofshield.com. If you would like to confess when you faked an injury in order to get pampered, you can leave us a voicemail at 844-THE-BUS-1. It's 844-843-2871. If you'd like to tell us about then ironically injuring the thing that you had been lying about, you can get a hold of us at our Facebook, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. If it's still around, you can find us on Twitter at Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. If you would like to see our smiling faces not lying about injuries or ringing bells because then SP would yell at us, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash geek. You can write about all of your things with bells and injuries on our Discord server at gunnageek.com slash Discord. And remember, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network. AJ Chris is off doing some fun stuff this weekend, so he will be back next week. But we were without him. Just want to say a fun hello to him because I know he'll be listening to this after the fact. And Lauren, you're back with us today. I am. Good to have you back. I'm glad to be back. It's good to not have COVID anymore. Yeah. We were just discussing beforehand that it was a very huge week. There was the finale for Picard season three and Picard and the next generation. You had the finale for the Mandalorian season three and Elon Musk managed to launch and blow up a rocket. So it's been an exciting week, but we're having an exciting week here because we're going to be talking about the next couple episodes of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. So here we go. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, Episode 9, Skip This Ad, 
Adolescence premiered on Disney Plus March 18th, 2023. Episode 10, Moon Girl's Day Off premiered on Disney Plus March 25th, 2023. Michelle, what are some of the descriptions that we copied from IMDb? Skip this ad, Olescence. Lunella creates a device that allows her to fast forward through mundane chores and tasks, but she struggles to handle the unexpected side effects. Moon Girl's Day Off. When Lunella seemingly gets hurt and is stuck in bed, Casey must step in as Moon Girl for the day. Now, Lauren, I need to ask you your professional voiceover opinion. The title of episode nine, we're not botching it, I don't think. It's actually the ellipsis in the middle of the word adolescence. So what is the correct vernacular for a voiceover person to say that? Okay, so if it's me reading this for like ad copy or something, I would say skip this sad delescence because it creates continuity. But yes, technically it is skip this ad lessons. Good to know. Yeah. All right. First thoughts of the episodes, Michelle. Again, cute. Starting to show some growth in Lunella, which I'm happy about. Yeah. So speaking of growth, it makes me so happy that in every episode after the hair one, whenever we see her asleep, she's wearing her bonnet. And yeah, these episodes really, really seem to be going on about the importance of self-care and time management. These episodes broke my trope of all the villains for this having pointed glasses. All right, let's talk about a little self-care and time management. Okay, so watching the first episode, as soon as she's like, I want to fast forward through stuff, I was like, this is just click. Do y'all remember that Adam Sandler movie from, I don't know, however many years ago? Oh, yeah. Where it's funny, it's funny, and then at the end, it's like surprisingly heartfelt. And here we get her realizing that, yeah, you know, you can skip the stuff that is a pain in the moment, but that means that you miss out on a lot of the smaller things like we have Casey talking about mindfulness, which is just basically being present. And yeah, we get to see the consequences of that. It's so easy to just roll your eyes at cleaning the house, listening to a story again, standing in line, but she starts to miss those little in jokes. Like who knows what that joke is about Gouda. I would like to know, but in the end, she fixes things, but we'll never know what the Gouda joke is. So we even we miss out on some interesting things. And I like how in the other episode where Mimi talks about how we need to use our words and say when we need help, when we're going through a lot of things and we feel stressed because a lot of people, it is predominantly a lot of women, but a lot of people, they feel like I have to solve everything. I can't say what I need because I don't want to be a burden. But after a few years of therapy, I have learned to use my words and go, I am feeling this and I really would appreciate if this would happen. Yeah, I'm in therapy right now talking about enforcing boundaries and actually taking the saying hey i need a break 
because if left unchecked, I will do whatever I'm doing until I end up hurting myself. Mm-hmm. And then the second I feel better, I'll go right back into it. So these episodes hit very hard, especially the second one. I'm in my therapy right now. It's called podcasting therapy. And y'all are great therapists. So thank you very much. All right. That'll be $200 per hour. Mm-hmm. I think I've given <laughs> you enough gear to pay for a few you, sessions throughout the you years. You have, yes. But let's talk about the app. She, so Lunella doesn't want to do this. So she uses her genius to create an app because she doesn't like watching ads on YouTube. Let's face it. That's what it was, if, even if it wasn't called YouTube. And we all get that. We all don't want to watch these meaningless ads on YouTube. It's just the way that creators get paid. I get it. In the process of creating this app, though, she chooses to create an AI that is pretty spectacular, isn't it? Do you want Cylons? Because that's how you get Cylons. It's a little bit. But let's talk about the app voice. Macy Jeminson. Yes. NASA astronaut broke so many records awesome person i think the first actual astronaut on star trek because she did an episode of star trek the next generation and all around just awesome human being i can't believe they got her i don't know how they pitched it to her but i'm glad she said yes i was so happy right it's moon girl (laughs) it's it's after a nasa employee right so why don't you get her to come in awesome that they got her And not to shortchange her at all, she is also a doctor. Yeah, she is, like, again, the whole list of things that Lunella mentioned, astronaut, doctor, actor, dancer, and it's like, she does all of those, and she's good at them, and she's, I'm so happy that they got her. I'm not terribly surprised that they got her, because it is a very, like, for the culture type of show. With primarily, I know it's pretty much almost entirely a black voice cast, and I'm not sure about behind the scenes, but it wouldn't surprise me if they made a lot of effort to actually hire black talent behind the scenes. So getting to do something where it's you're introducing this new generation of little girls who are black to somebody a hero who's just like them it's so cool like i my niece has been watching my niece is half black and she's been watching this show with my sister and i'm just so happy that she's going to grow up with someone who looks like her on tv may has three acting credits on imdb three that's it she's got star trek the next generation which was a sixth season episode It was the Second Chances episode. She played Lieutenant Palmer in the 24th episode of the sixth season, so almost all the way through the sixth season. She did a part as herself in No Gravity, and then this episode of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. In her whole career, those are the three episodes that she's done of TV or film as well. Cool. So at the end, she gets out of it, but she gets out of it using some sci-fi tropes that we know. Yeah, the whole memory gallery sort of deal. We have seen that before. I do like how she uses music. The way music is used in this series reminds me of how important it was in like Legion 
and the slowing down and yes, the running out of the clock, we get, you know, the, the timer running down and everything, but it was interesting to see all of these flashes. I did like the flashes past, present and future. We got that awesome reference to days of future past. <laughs> yeah, it was, there were some tropes, but yeah. Yeah, I first of all, I was so happy that they used just the two of us, the original Bill Withers version. Because again, like not only is it a good song, but it fits the episode, the whole thing with her bonding with her dad. And I loved her using that as connection. So I have ADD that was undiagnosed until the past couple of years. But one of the ways that I would kind of trick my brain into remembering things is I would listen to music or a podcast or something. And I would be able to remember, oh, yeah, I did this while this part of the song was playing. I did this while this part of the podcast was playing. I can still remember, like, the other day a song was playing on the radio. I was like, oh, I remember I heard this at a McDonald's on my 13th birthday after I'd seen this movie. And everyone just kind of looked at me like I was crazy. but. Music is something that is very deeply entrenched into our sense memories. And I, of course, I died at that Days of Future Past cover reference. It's like an obligation that you have to do that in any Marvel thing where you're referencing the future, I feel like. And I have no complaints about that. She ultimately gets out of it and decides not to do it. I think it was really cute, by the way, that Casey was trying to step in in the next episode. We got Casey really stepping up in these past two. First of all, she's making the costumes for Lunella and her dad for the skating thing that they're doing. And she's hand sewing it, which let me tell you is no easy thing. I tend to do hand sewing because I need to fix my sewing machine. It's kind of clogged up right now. It needs to be cleaned. But you got to make all the stitches as, you know, small and even as possible. I can't read a pattern. I have never been good at reading patterns, so I'm impressed by anyone who can. And then you have, again, Casey stepping up in the next episode, actually taking Lunella's place. This girl does everything. <laughs> yeah, she's taking her place by going to the photo shoot and creating an additional costume so there's no confusion between the two. I think she really did what she did. And when Lunella apologized afterwards, she graciously took the apology and said, yes, I'm disappointed in you, but I'm glad we learned and we can go on with life. So it's very uplifting to acknowledge the fact that there was wrong done, but it wasn't enough to break the friendship, wasn't egregious enough. We learned a lesson. This won't happen again. We moved on. So I think Casey did great in these two episodes. Yeah, I also really liked the villain in the second episode, Abyss, who is voiced by Kimberly Brooks, who you might recognize from things like Mass Effect, where she plays Ash Williams. And I was so happy to see a villain who's just like, I don't want to be doing this. I'm doing this because it's expected of me. And then at the end of the episode, she has she finds the strength to call her mom and say, hey, I don't want to be doing this. I want to be living my own life, not my family's life. 
Also, she looked a lot like Shigo from Kim Possible. It takes a lot of courage to finally go, I want to step into my own light and not have to blindly follow my family's generations of evil. I realized this isn't fulfilling. There's nothing to this. I want to do whatever it is she wants to do. Go study. I want to be a marine biologist. Good. Go study marine biology. I'm a biology teacher. I know how to dispose of bodies. <laughs> we do have the fact that Mimi is stepping up and she's taking care of Lunella, but she's picking up on cues along the way and finally trips her up. Listen, I think she knows. I think she knows what's going on and she's just waiting for Lunella to tell her. Same. The end of the episode really treated it like you hear a lot of stories about people who come out and it's like, yeah, we know when I came out to my spouse, Scott was like, yeah, I know we've had crushes on the same girls for years. And it's like, oh, and when I came out to my dad, he's like, yeah, I know it's kind of obvious, but you need to let people do, do it all in their own time whether it's coming out as queer, whether it's saying, hey, I have this secret double life where I am basically a vigilante. And the way that Mimi said, you know, anything else? Okay. Plus, it's Alfrey Woodard. I mean, come on. Alfrey Woodard knows. She brought her to the Italian festival. Is that what it was? She brought her to there on her little moped. And then she just left. She didn't leave. She went around the corner and she watched. So she knew what was going on. I was not yes. on screen, by the way. This is just my canon. It's, she yeah. knows what's going on. Yeah. And also, she really rode that cycle there. I mean, she really got there with importance. Like she understood why Lunella needed to get where she needed as quickly as possible. If you're riding on a scooter with somebody else and they tell you to jump, three, two, one, jump. You get a jump? <laughs> I mean, yes. I guess you kind of have to because if not, you're going to smack dab in the middle of that pole. Yeah. Did you guys have fun watching the episodes? Oh, yeah. I, again, I love the animation. I love the voice acting. I love the stories. This is, again, all stuff that I wish that I had seen in cartoons when I was a kid. I don't know if this cartoon is unlikely to carry on, but I don't know if her hurt ankle is going to resurge at some point in time or not. But she does actually get hurt in all this, too. Yeah. Oof. That uh, little x-ray vision thing of the ankle just going. Ouch. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I used to think that people were lying about how much sprained ankles hurt because I would snap mine to the side all the time, which again, hey undiagnosed Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. I, my tendons are basically rubber bands. And then I actually, I, my foot went the other way and it ripped. And I was like, oh, this is how people feel with sprained ankles. Okay. It was a big learning moment. I don't remember when it was. I want to say six years ago or something like that. I had a partial tear of my Achilles tendon. Oof. That hurt a lot. And it took a lot of rehab. I'm still rehabbing. I still do stretches to make sure that it's stretching in the right order. Or maybe that's just me getting old because I am getting old. But it hurts. 
Yeah, if you are a younger person listening to this, stretch. Every day, twice a day. You'll be glad for it later on. Oh, yeah. All right, so next time we're going to be talking about Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur episodes 12 and 11 as shown on Disney+. Plus. There's a total of 16, at least, that are on Disney+, Plus as I saw this week. So we do have a few more weeks on this. We are going to be covering Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 the week after it comes out to allow everybody time to get to the theater and collect our thoughts and that sort of thing. But we will be, in the meantime, covering Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur and then moving on to some other coverage depending on when... Marvel Studios drops some episodes on Disney Plus, and that's a whole thing that we'll talk about in a second. Anyway, that's what's going to happen, and we do have some news to talk about right now. first story that we're going to be discussing today is Disney settling with Victoria Alonso over the, quote, sudden firing, unquote. According to a Deadline.com article after pink slipping Victoria Alonso last month, Disney has settled with the former Marvel Studios VXF chief. While details between Alonso and Disney are confidential, there was a multi-million dollar financial compensation. The deal between the parties was reached in the past few days. Alonzo was represented by Glazer, Will, Fink, Howard, Avench, and Shapiro LLP in the dispute, which went public on March 24th, 2023. The office of Alonzo's attorney, Patricia Glazer, had no comment on the settlement when contacted by deadline. Disney did not return a request for comment. This is a ending to something that was very controversial when it happened the representatives and victoria herself were going back and forth on what really happened and that we would hear about what happened disney came back with something and i think because of this agreement we're not going to hear any more between the parties just because of any ndas that were signed it wouldn't surprise me if years down the line we hear more about it, but yeah, for the foreseeable future, unless people want more lawsuits, then there's not going to be much talking about it, I think. And I have not heard who has taken over Marvel Studios VXF since she left. Maybe it was part of the original article or not. I know that there is continued downsizing of Disney personnel, but I don't know who took over the VXF chief. I know the Marvel Entertainment guy left couple weeks ago or was shown the door a couple weeks ago all part of cost-cutting moves since Iger came back as ceo of disney so talking about that michelle we do have some more information from april 24th to 27th the mouse house employees in film and tv will lose their jobs every day except friday a rep for disney declined to comment the specifics The sweeping layoffs are among the first major moves for Bob Iger since his surprise return as Disney CEO in late November. This round will get Disney close to the 7,000 goal. Virtually every Disney entity, TV networks and studios, and film studios is expected to be affected in a significant way. Iger confirmed in March that three rounds of layoffs would occur as the company looks to reduce its workforce by about 7,000 employees in an effort to reach 
$5.5 billion in overall cost savings. The initial round came a few days before the company's annual shareholder meeting on April 3rd and involved a consolidation of production operations across Disney TV Studios, Hulu, Freeform, and FX, and the shutdown of the studio's operations creative acquisition department. Network programming and studio marketing are believed to be among the areas that will take a hit this time, and there will be a new round of cuts at ABC News. The remnants of the dismantled Disney media and entertainment distribution are an obvious target, too. And then there is Hulu. The parts of the company focused on streaming are particularly on edge, given the mounting intrigue about Disney's plans for Hulu, particularly since it contributed to overall losses in streaming of $1.5 billion in the most recent quarter. Sources say Hulu will either become part of Disney Plus or sold, most likely to Comcast, because they have a 33% financial stake. I've been hearing more in the industry about Comcast actually buying Hulu from Disney, and the rumors are persisting. There was a story that was an analysis story that was done a couple of weeks ago about Apple purchasing Disney, and all Argier is trying to do is get the company in a format that is good to sell to Apple and reducing the losses and streamlining everything, including Hulu, is part of that plan. So this is obviously what all tech industry and entertainment industry think, uh, companies are doing right now in the quote-unquote recession post the pandemic. And it just seems in line with everything. I don't know how this is going to affect Marvel Studios, to be honest with you, other than the loss of Victoria Alonso and Marvel Entertainment president. I don't know if it's going to hurt even more. We have heard about the slowdown in MCU production, which will probably help with the reduction of personnel to slow down production. I just hope the stories don't take a hit because it'd be nice to have good stories going forward. My first question is, how about a lot of the top CEOs take a pay cut? Because I don't know about you, but... You don't need $10 million a year. Cut some of the big inflated CEO pays. I think living off of, I don't know, $3 million, even in LA, that is possible. And also the previous money a lot of them have. There's a good start. Agreed. It'll save a few jobs, but it's not going to get $5.5 billion. You're talking tens of millions of dollars. You're not talking billions. Yeah, but it's still a good start i have to admit about hulu i remember when disney plus was announced one of my questions was why didn't they just put all this stuff on hulu because they already had hulu why spend the money on creating something completely new and then when they decided to do the completely new i thought perhaps they were going to get rid of Hulu, but they're not. And then I thought they were going to use Hulu to broadcast only certain things, you know, like, oh, Disney wants to remain PG-13, so we'll use Hulu for other things. But it seems like Disney Plus is going to be willing to air non-possibly some R stuff with a parental thing. And... Like my mom uses Hulu because of the different networks that's on there. But it's just interesting how 
certain because everybody is streaming and because it's it's kind of weird how people are like it's becoming cable in a way because people are like they're spreading out and we liked how consolidated Hulu was and Netflix was but now you've got HBO Maximus and Disney Plus and Paramount and NBC and now it's becoming like two little all this little small peanut butter thing being spread around too much and now you know we're starting to see the bread I don't even know what's going to happen to like the ESPN because part of that is like the NBA contract is coming up and that's a lot of money and it's like are they going to phase out ESPN or not who knows it's highly likely that ESPN is either sold off or spun into something different the whole sports thing is interesting you know Apple backed away from the NFL contract because the NFL was not ready to give away some of the rights of the exclusive streaming and and the paid for content and Apple was like, we'll pay up front. We'll pay you a lot of money up front. They actually, according to sources that I've heard, their bid for the NFL contract was far exceeding anything else. But the NFL simply did not want to give away some of the rights. So Apple just backed away from the deal. Like, nope, if we're not going to be able to utilize this to create our own money and our own streaming revenue, we are not going to walk into it. Somebody else came around. I think those somebody else's in the sports streaming industry will get fewer and far between because all of these sports franchises and leagues like the NBA and the NFL are just asking for too much money for what it really is. And that will lead to a reduction in competition and sooner or later people are not going to pay for it and the leagues will have to make do without. The thing with Hulu that I was concerned about that you mentioned, I will mention two specific characters in the same series. Daredevil has been something that we've been wondering if it would be streaming on Disney Plus. It will. And they're bringing along the Punisher. And we all watch those. And it's like, no, I don't see that in its format that it was on Netflix on Disney Plus. But they seem to be good to go into it they're going to make some changes but even with changes those two characters are very violent so it's going to be sporty what they actually show on disney plus i'd also like to take a moment to remind people that the upcoming writers guild of america strike is partially because well actually a big chunk because of hollywood loves to take advantage of streaming when it comes to showing stuff but writers get paid either no residuals or next to no residuals for streaming because you know the contracts are all i don't know like 10 15 years behind the times so fingers crossed that the writers start to get more fairly compensated because again streaming big business we all have i don't have cable anymore i watch streaming and you got to get with the times, and that includes paying people what they're worth. I have a couple of friends who are writers and they, or script doctors, and they have all taken steps within the past year to ensure that they have an income during the strike. So the entire Writers Guild is jetting up for this. It's going to happen. It's going to affect us when we talk about productions. They have been paying 
writers a lot of money right now to finish scripts so that the studios can start shooting and they can weather a strike. So both sides are bulking up for this. It's going to happen. We haven't covered it at all on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., but you're absolutely right, Lauren. It's coming. Mm-hmm. And I know how big it is because when I moved out to L.A. to start to try to be more in production, it was poor timing because it was on the verge of a, another writer strike. And trust me, that town goes, it goes dead. It's just awful for everyone because everything starts with the script. You might not know script writers by name, like, you know, Kevin Feige, but everything does start with the script. And if you don't have that first part of the puzzle, you can't complete it. So speaking of streaming, Spider-Man movies are finally coming to Disney Plus. The release dates have been announced. I guess at this point today on what is it, the 22nd? Yes. We should say that they have come to Disney Plus because on April 21st, the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies and Andrew Garfield's, well, okay, the, the original Sam Raimi ones came out yesterday. The article says the beloved Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3. What do we call Spider-Man 3, beloved? But today, the 22nd of April, Andrew Garfield's Amazing Spider-Man also is coming in. And Tom Holland's debut as Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, will be added on May 12th. And further down the line, we're also going to have Tom Hardy's Venom on May 12th. And Disney has indicated you could see some other Sony Pictures Spidey products on Disney Plus throughout the year. Yeah, I'm showing what I can see on Disney Plus right now. And in the Marvel portion of it, you have The Amazing Spider-Man and you have Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. So, yeah, I don't see Spider-Man 3 and it doesn't say Beloved No, it's Spider-Man 3 is right there in the middle. Uh, Yeah, the one with Venom. I, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't see it because I didn't see Beloved next to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's interesting that they're bringing Venom and that that opens the door to some other... Venom, I don't think it's rated R, but it's close to being almost... Because Venom, I've seen the first one. There are some interesting innuendos in Venom. It's interesting that Disney Plus is bringing Venom to, again, Disney Plus and not like Hulu. Yeah, Venom was rated PG-13. I want to say it was originally supposed to be R, but then they were like, we can get more money by making it PG-13. Well, it'd be interesting to finally see them on there. I had in any of my watch throughs been, you know, having to stop and put in a DVD or a Blu-ray or whatever to watch it or go to another service to watch it and now i just won't have to uh, the incredible hulk i think is still not on disney plus i believe that's true so you need to stop if you're doing a chronological watch through you got to stop in phase one for the second showing because the first one was iron man the second one was the incredible hulk you got to stop there and you got to go to another service and then you have to come back to disney plus to keep things going but now you don't have to do that with spider-man so and I realize that these are the older Spider-Mans, but everybody wanted to see them, especially after the last Spider-Man movie. 
Yeah, I've been wanting to go back and watch at least the first two Raimi ones. To mention this summer, we get another Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah. Across the Spider-Man. God, that is soon. Yeah, coming in just a few weeks from now. Well, that's the Marvel Studios news for this week. We hope for much, much better news next week. I'm sure we'll start to get a lot more promo of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 that's coming out on May 5th. So we're looking forward to that. In the meantime, what should we do? I don't know. I'd say we should uh, time skip this one out. I'm surprised Jim Carrey didn't do a cameo in this episode of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. <laughs> well, I just recorded last night my final episode of Strange New Worlds fan cast that is done with for me. Uh, Picard season three was my guest appearance basically for 10 episodes. And that finished last night. That episode will be out either later today or tomorrow as I produce it. It was a fun ride. So you can check that at Strange New Worlds fan cast. Also, don't forget, we have other comic book-related podcasts on the Gonna Geek Network. There is Smoking and Drinking in Capes, and there is Capes on the Couch. And then Chris, our co-host, who is absent this week, also does a comic book-related podcast called Play Comics. You can check all those out at gonnageek.com. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to us. We always appreciate it when you take time out to consume our product, considering everything else that's on there you can find me on socials at shell underscore game i'm slowly becoming a little bit more social again because my the beginning of the year was very turbulent for me and i just passed my recent grad course my next grad course my next one starts in may but this one was like sometimes you know how doctors can make the worst patients sometimes teachers can make the worst students I will absolutely believe that. I would like to thank everybody who comments on any of our social media, whether it's Twitter, Discord, YouTube, whatever. Again, it lets us know that you're listening, that you're enjoying it, and we love hearing your opinions on stuff. So thank you for that. You can find everywhere I'm at professionally on my website, lwsalinas.com. I will have a new audiobook out within the next couple of weeks, so look for that. And I yell about wrestling on Twitter at Sithwitch. Was there a match last night? Uh, yeah, okay. So last night, WWE and GCW had shows. And tonight, AEW is having Rampage because they got preempted by, like, soccer or something yesterday. So, yes, there were several matches, and most of them were pretty good. All right. Well, that's it for this week. No rocket launches in my future next week, but we'll see you anyway. Until next time, I'm SB. I'm Agent Lauren. And I'm Agent Michelle. See everybody. Bye! 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 Guys, my ankle. It's, it's kind of hurting. I need some Sprite. Don't you dare grab a belt. <laughs> I've got one. Thank you for listening. If you want to leave us feedback, go to gunageek.com and you will find all our contact information and other shows. 
You can also visit legendsofshield.com where you'll find our complete archive of podcasts. The music heard on this podcast is by Kevin McLeod, found at incompetech.com and also artists on pond5.com and audiojungle.net. The opinions heard on this podcast are those of the individual hosts and do not represent Stargate Pioneer Productions, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., or Gunna Geek. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the property of the Disney Corporation, Marvel Studios, and ABC. No infringement is intended. Hello. What up? Uh, it's snowing. Snowing up in Wisconsin right now, too. Yeah. Really? This might might be the first time in my life that I get snow on my birthday. It's supposed to be snowing on and off all week. Mm, Happy birthday. Thank you. Turning 39. Oh, such a baby. (laughs) I was supposed to be down there for the launch. But that did not happen. Uh, turns out it's probably just as good you weren't. Oh, no. It would have been awesome to see. That would have been the most Go spectacular boom. fireworks Did you show. see? No, but did you see that guy's car that got yeah. destroyed? The the Lab Padre <laughs> van? Yeah. Yeah. Or not Lab Padre. It was a uh, uh, so, NASA space flight van. Yeah. They're mo- yeah, I saw it. I saw everything. <laughs> we were talking about it at dinner yesterday. I was working on it from work. Oh. Part of my job. (laughs) Although it's come out since I, so I have not been back in the office since Thursday when it launched. Since then it's come out that (laughs) so badass rocket that it was, it actually took some shelling from some huge concrete chunks that were blown up from the blast and it still flew. That thing is awesome. So the stage zero or the, launch infrastructure whatever elon wants to call it that needs some upgrades <laughs> it desperately needs some upgrades and elon said yeah we'll we'll launch in two months no no dude <laughs> it's not gonna be two <laughs> months eight months maybe not two months but he does have the rockets ready to go so I, I understand how frustrated he is however if he would have made the improvements before he launched his rocket then he would be behind schedule for eight months it was awesome Are you both current on Mandalorian? No, I am so behind. Do you intend on watching it or not? I do. It's just that Scott and Mary want to watch it all together, but they don't want, they never feel like watching it because they're both extremely busy. So I have been very frustrated. Yeah, I would I'm be also too. behind on everything Trek right now. And the Trek Me too. Picard finale was Thursday. We recorded last night on Strange New Worlds Fancast. My last time over there. I'm on episode six okay. of The Mandalorian, which is now an ensemble. <laughs> I don't know. Have they greenlit a season four of Mandalorian? I don't know, but I feel like probably. I think they would announce a last season for it because. There's still a good fan base for it. Yeah. Because at least Disney Plus allowed the Owl House to have three hours another, long. Another thing I need to catch up on. It sticks the landing. Good. Okay. I want you to know. They stick the landing. Trek sticks a landing. 
and it's not bad, but I'll leave it up to you guys to decide if it's good for you. Season four has been confirmed by Favreau two days ago. I guess this is not big news because I hadn't heard anything about this this week. I knew last week that there was no season four announced, but apparently Favreau says there will be one. And uh, I guess Disney would be, hmm, we like making money. So, Favreau, you're right. Yeah, it still makes some money. More than anything else, it'll it'll uh, spur park visits and the toys and stuff like that. Yeah. Did the book of Boba Fett hurt the Mandalorian? Huh. That's an interesting thought. Hmm. Not for me, but maybe for other people. Will, let's see, this week, finale for Mandalorian, finale for Picard, finale for Starship, OFT. All right, it's a big week. You guys ready? Yep. Sure. I managed to actually do winged eyeliner that I think looks good today. I found a trick on how to do it with for hooded eyes, and it's like, oh, shit, okay. Your eyes are popping. Yep. Screen. Love that green. Yeah. I should touch up the roots, but it's been keeping really well, so I'm happy. Good show. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for the show notes, Michelle. Uh, sorry they were late. I was finishing up my work. I, I just found out like yesterday that I passed. The last day is tomorrow. <laughs> so, Congrats, by the way. Thank you. I've got four more courses to go. So it looks like one more year because I take them. I've been taking them one at a time. Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is copyright 2013 through 2023.